Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. We should clean this up. We should. Let's clean it up. Welcome to the Living living Baby Bear Podcast. (laughs) The Living (laughs) Bear. Let's do We're, everything clean from now on we and don't, submit it. We do not. We talk about the the good history of Germany. Yes. We talk about... Um, we talk about how rich Kathleen is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that fun? Because you oh. do it. Welcome to the Dead Baby Bear podcast, everybody. My name is... It is true. Reed. Like, those clean comics, fuck them. Whoa. Fuck them, fuck them hard. No, okay. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> well, it's the oldest debate in the world, isn't it? The old comedy, what's easier, clean or dirty? We've probably had it on the podcast before. I don't think comedy's easy. I think you just figure out what you're better at. But right. I don't know. I For me, clean is impossible almost. But It's funny because like I, I, I just like swearing, yeah. right? So like I like swearing. Yeah. So And I know that it adds a little juice. Like, of course it helps. Uh, if you say, you know, what is this fucking, what are you fucking dumb is going to work way better than what are you dumb? Yeah. Uh, but you also lose people. You if know, you like, swear so, too yeah, much. Yeah, for sure. Like whenever I've been forced to do like, oh, you've got to do clean tonight. I'm like, ah, shit. And then I, I can tell that halfway through, I still have more people on board. Yeah. Because I haven't lost that sort of older fucking riff demographic. Yeah. Where they're pulling out of their RSPs, you know, I haven't lost them. Yeah, like but I, then I also don't. So it's sort of like a give and take. You're like, I'm not gonna get the big pops because from not throwing out the f bombs, but I'm also gonna like have a more stable, you know, overall crowd. I think if you don't care if you're in clubs for the rest of your life, being a dirty comic is great. But if you actually want to like push out of club work, and I'm not just saying like dirty comics can't play theaters, but like you're not, I'm, you're not gonna like be getting a sitcom. That you yeah. pitch. I mean, the only person I guess would be Bob Saget, but he's an actor. It was like an actor thing. It wasn't... Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, do whatever the fuck you want, but, you know, five years in, you should have a, uh, a clean showcase set, right? Yeah, I know. I didn't. Like, so That's five years <laughs> in, five years in, you should have, like, okay, I can do seven clean. Yeah. So now I can, like, something, somebody rolls through, something, some opportunity comes along, I've got a seven-minute clean thing, so I'm not missing out on opportunities. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that makes sense. Oh, so, it totally does. But yeah. I mean, when I first started, if so, people were like, try to be clean. And I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. I don't want to do fucking, you know, I don't want to, f- I don't give a fuck if I can't follow you in Grand Prairie at a Christmas party. I still don't want to do corporate. Like, let me make this clear. I don't want to be clean to do no, corporate comedy. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah, nice exactly, yeah. paycheck. But I've, every time corporate season comes around, you just see all these corporate comics complaining about it. But I'm like. You're getting paid. Shut the fuck up. Like, just do the gig. Hate yeah. yourself. Go cry in your hotel room. And then cash the check. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Cash the check first. Cash, cash the check first. first. Yeah. Yes. Well, not some of the comics. Some comics should not cash because then it'll be gone by morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I yeah. like, you gotta be... <laughs> yeah. I think direct deposit... You know, I think camera deposit is one of the best and worst things to happen to comics in it's a long time. It's funny, too, because, like, nobody who has a GoFundMe ever tells you what their gambling history is. No, no, you no. Know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody with an active GoFundMe is ever like, by the way, I've got a bit of a VLT thing. Um, so know that going in before you donate. Full disclosure. Like, there should be a disclosure form on a GoFundMe. Yeah. So that when somebody, you know, so when somebody's like, hey, I have a GoFundMe, but also here are the forms I had to fill out. <laughs> 
uh, proving where my revenue went. Where did my personal income go? <laughs> what streams am I blowing this much? Because it, like a GoFundMe that isn't cancer or death or yeah. like I need a fucking million dollar Mexico Hail Mary surgery. <laughs> oh, I the thought mi- you meant just a million dollar Mexico the, vacation. No, the million dollar Mexico uh, Hail Mary operation for cancer is like, okay, like we'll always donate to that. I don't care what you spend yeah. your money on. But if it's like not terminal illness related, you just need a GoFundMe for a fence or like a trip or yeah. something like I got to know where your money's going. Yeah. I'm the CRA on that. I need to know where the fuck this money's going because what are you spending it on? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? How do we know you're not Why taking should this I fill your pockets with money when I have no idea what you're spending the money that you're that you make on? Why doesn't why, I, I mean I don't think they can police it but as GoFund I, I thought GoFundMe was mostly for like charitable things but then like more most things, often Kathleen, you're seeing it grew into this nightmare. That's true. That's true. Things they they start out Meaning well, and then it turns Facebook into started out as a way to rate girls. <laughs> I thought you said that. And there... now look where we are. <laughs> I wish it had stayed a way to rate girls' looks. <laughs> you keep saying, that keep, sounds like you're saying rape girls. No, we're doing clean now. Do you think that Bill Cosby should get to come back and perform at clubs? And do you think that he's going to get crowds? I think he will get crowds for sure, because there's going to be people. Even somebody commented on my post about it. Oh, well, I just would be curious to see what he has to say. I'm like, not me. I don't want to hear one other word from that fucking idiot's mouth. I don't well, want to hear. He posted this post on Instagram that said, like, basically, thank God for women. Like, he's such a piece of shit. Like, I hate him so much. And he is one of those, like, old school comedians where, like, did I grow up loving Bill Cosby? Sure. But, like, now I'm old enough to know, like, he had a writer the whole time. Yeah. He was a performer. Yeah. Right? So it's like he's an actor, he's a performer, yeah. and he's outstanding at it. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I, I don't, I'm not like, oh, he's a comic. You know, like, and it doesn't matter if you're a comic, if you're a rapist also. Yeah. Then you're just a rapist. You lose the other thing. You lose the other thing. Every welder knows that. (laughs) Rapist trumps everything. You're not the rapist welder. You are, you're not a welder who rapes. (laughs) You're like, well, put welder first, for Christ's sake. Take that torch away. I've welded a lot more than I've raped, I'll tell you. So make sure that that stays first in my bio. You don't get a choice on your bio anymore. You're Bill Cosby, the rapist, who yeah. also, you know, it's rapist first and then Cosby yeah. show and the fucking football joke about his dad or whatever. Yeah. Well, people so. are like, well, Louis C.K. came back. Louis C.K. didn't rape women. He didn't rape 40 women. Yeah. He didn't rape 40 women. He did some really awful things, but like there's a distinction and that's like, that's the one thing with the whole Me Too culture now is that there's so many levels of Me Tooing somebody, right. but everybody puts it all under one umbrella sometimes. Well, and sexual misconduct is a lot like autism. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Right? It it's is. All, and we have Where to are you on the sexual assault <laughs> spectrum? <laughs> I am a high-functioning non-rapist. <laughs> non-verbal or verbal? Non-verbal. I'm a non-verbal high-functioning. Uh, never been... <laughs> never been close enough to like if i tried to rape i'd have to start from 10 feet away most guys are already in tight correct so i'm 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 quite i'm quite a distance you know so a girl has a lot of time to go no 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 back off yeah oh my god that's a funny (laughs) like seriously though like it is there is such a spectrum Absolutely. So not everybody's Bill Cosby. Like Bill Cosby shouldn't no. work again. And he if shouldn't he, work again. But he'll definitely get work. Absolutely. Because there's be a free. ton of. That's the thing. He shouldn't be free. That's the. It's not whether he should be allowed to go to a club. He shouldn't be allowed to go to the grocery store. He shouldn't be allowed to see his grandchildren unless he's behind a plexiglass. He made horrifying, disgusting monster. He's a monster. Same with yeah. like the ones that are serial. And it's like, and if you, this is how you know someone has done it. 
You get four different girls who don't know anything about each other tell the exact same story. That means they did it. That yeah. means they did it. Like there was. And I'm a like. People might not like to hear this, but I am a classic uh, white straight male loser in that I'm like, with Bill Cosby, so many people yeah. said, oh yeah, he's a, he's a lunatic. Yeah. Like, whether it was like TV shows he did. For so long. You know, like, oh, he came on our show and we, he had to have a, a fucking 19 year old girl feed him beans in his room. <laughs> Whatever. Like, he always had this, every, every show that he went on. So it wasn't just like one woman said this. It was fucking 60 women. Yeah. Plus everybody in show business yeah. that said he he absolutely fits the profile of a person who could do this yeah so how like he or i bought him quaaludes so he could give it to women so <laughs> nobody can say well the jury's still out yeah. like nobody can say that no i do i know people who do say it of course like oh the gold diggers all, all of them yeah every, every single one, of, one them. of them 60 women are gold diggers yeah 60 that's yeah. what did any of them make a sense? And none of yeah, them and made did any of them make any money? Actually, their lives probably got more ruined because of it. Absolutely, because now they're getting dug up. Now I even it's had, like, what is her history? I've heard right? this one before. Well, name one of the women. Pardon me? <laughs> What's one of the ladies' names? If they want it out so bad, uh, name one of the women that said something. I'm like, I'm, So my memory determines whether she's a victim? Yeah. Like my, oh, whoops, I can't remember. Or if, Aha! Or she's if, not famous. Sounds yeah, like or she, if we like remember her name. And we'll just go to Gian Gameshi and the girl, oh, this is not a good point on my part, but I can't remember her name right now, but the one from Trailer Park Boys, she was basically a, like a like a mm-hmm. Canadian celebrity and she came forward and you haven't heard from her since. Like, it's not that the, not that the world is stopping did, her, but like, that's going to be traumatic. Didn't some wacky shit? Like, he you, would you, choke you, and, and, and beat women up. Yeah. I don't know so much. And he also about had like a fucking, like a bunny, like a, a, bun, teddy. a teddy bear that, that he's would, like, you have to come looking at Frank. Yeah. Or something. Like, it was weird, like, right? He had a lot of he weird... He needs to be in a mental hospital. Like, who, what, what's yeah, psychopath... Yeah, but, I mean, in fairness, he's finished. Oh, right? yeah. He's... Like, that's you know. the thing about... That's the thing about Jim Gomeshi is, like, we don't see him coming right. back to the new much music or something. Like, like you don't see him coming back for a second chance at Q. Like, people are done with him because people people saw the, the evidence it and, would, and they be... made their decision in, in the... the court of public opinion absolutely and he's he it would be hard for him to be a realtor like his public yeah. life is over everything that he does from now on has to be like you know behind closed doors in yeah. a private office for a small company yeah like nothing he does can ever be public again moxie fruvis is not making a comeback moxie is all fruvis now <laughs> i don't know if he was moxie or fruvis i don't know which one he was either. i like to think he was moxie <laughs> yeah probably he probably thought and they he was were good moxie. songs oh i loved moxie fruvis i remember now i vacuum the dirt but sky dome <laughs> Yeah, I loved Moxie Once Fruvis. Once I was the king, king of, Spain, of Spain, and now I vacuum now the turf. Now I eat humble pie. So it kind yeah, of all came. Yeah, that wasn't as good as this. <laughs> now I vacuum the turf at Sky Dome. That's how I was, that always stuck with me. <laughs> but not now. Now it's poisoned. It's kind of like, that That King of Spain story is kind of the story of Gianco Besci. <laughs> Once he had a yeah, real good, right. and now he vacuums. Now he vacuums the turf, turf at Sky, Sky Dome. That's I, I always, I mean, I've said it about Louis, too, like, I always wonder about these guys. Like, what do you think women leave your bedroom and then like don't say Sit. anything? Like, I'll I mean, I know no, a lot the, of them the, don't, but like, you have to know. Like, eventually, this is gonna blow up in my fucking face. Like, I think most women that have had an assault situation or a bad situation will tell at least one female friend. So it's not like it's not like you're gonna be like, oh, I got away with this one. It will. There will be murmurs, and then if they start hearing other people murmuring the same thing that's when things get bigger and i'm sure it was all over cbc at that time like don't date gian right like so if any new like 
girl came in who was a producer or a tech or whatever, right away the girls were like, oh, like, oh, Gian asked me out for lunch. Don't go for lunch with Gian. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was like well known. Oh, absolutely. It was. And would you, I mean, I just think like, maybe I care too much, but I just be like, that's, that's what you want your reputation to be. Everywhere you go in the places that you work and it's like, don't fuck, don't do anything with Sean LaCombe. Don't go anywhere with it. Like, I mean, you'd want that to be your. But like, look at the, look at the comics that are just assholes. Like, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. you want your reputation to be, like, you're a nightmare to work with. Nobody likes being around you. Yeah, I always wondered about that. How you could be like, well, I don't care what people think. Like, well, what else is there, sort of? Yeah. Like, I know you're not supposed to live a life where you run around doing what other people... Apologizing for everything yeah, like, and doing whatever But at the same say. time, like, if, if, if your funeral is everybody struggling for a eulogy... Yeah. Just, like, he was, uh... He didn't mince words... Yeah. Um, and if he had a problem with you, boy, he'd tell you. He'd ya. tell you. And he had a problem with everybody. And uh, here's a binder filled with his, you know, I, I don't know too many people he liked. Yeah. Uh, tough to work. Like, it's hard, you know, like, I don't know. I don't it know was- if I'd, it's just a hard life to live where, like, reputationally, you're poison, but you're yeah. still fine. Like, I always wonder about the brain of that person, where they're still driving and whistling. Like, 70% of the people in your life think you're a piece of shit, and you can still, like, whistle and drive and laugh. Like, I don't know. It seems weird. Well, that's got to be a sociopath style of thinking. Like, who cares what people think? I'm me. I'm better than everybody. That's, like, a very narcissistic, sociopathic way. Yeah, you just sort of go, they're jealous. Yeah. Right? That's the easy one. Haters going to hate. Yeah, haters going to hate. Instead of, like, I'm a terrible human being who people don't enjoy being around. Yeah. You You just go, haters going to hate. If you only have haters... You gotta think yeah. about that. Yeah. I always wonder too, and I thought this when I like. You shouldn't have many haters. No, right? you shouldn't. You really you should have a couple. Yeah, you it's have okay a... to have a couple haters, but you shouldn't yeah. have to use like both hands to count your haters. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> true haters. Need over ten. And you shouldn't have over ten haters. No, you shouldn't hit double Unless digits. You're a public figure. Haters. Well, yeah, but well, that's different because there's people that hate you and they don't even know you. So right, and there's also people that hate you and don't tell you. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that that's is actually true. that actually makes up most of haters. That is true. The Think fake, about how many people hate us. The fake that are haters. Like, I, I wouldn't tell them. Did, that's such a Sean LaComber thing to think about, though. Like, that you think, like, how many people actually truly... Jim probably actually hates us and hates every minute of being here. There I'm are, saying that to Will today. Listen to me. There are four people here, and I guarantee you two of them hate me. That is I don't such know, a I don't lie. Know, I don't know. I'm one of them. You're an idiot. So I'm one of them. Okay. And then who's the other? There's, There's somebody. This is a, a game of clue. People. Maybe Adam. <laughs> Adam in the kitchen. Adam in the kitchen. Making us food. <laughs> yeah, he must hate us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's tough. I always wonder though, like when you think, when you hear about people that do serial things, like the first time that they do it and get away with it, is that when they're just like, oh, I could totally do this again, and then it just kind of snowballs, and, mm-hmm. and then it becomes kind of normal to them, even though. It's not at all. Like, I always wonder, like, with serial killers, does it finally just become normal? Like, oh, today, get up, have a coffee, go kill that girl in my basement, and... No, it's just, like, what happened to just cheating on your wife? Like, how's that not enough spice? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just actively, serially cheat on your wife, and that should be enough to get the old heart going. (laughs) That should be enough enough spice. That should be enough tingle in your nerve endings. (laughs) Yeah. You're all, you know, you're like, nah, I gotta go the extra level. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. you only have one phone. Yeah. So I don't I don't get the guy who's like I'm gonna do more than that I need a little more juice than just like cheating all the time for everybody. Actually, I can't find any partners. That's what it is. Yeah, it's the guy who's like I want to cheat on my wife, but as it turns out, I can't. There is no one that will have sex. With but me. also with Bill Cosby, like that's a, that's I think another level of 
of monster because you know Harvey Weinstein was ugly mm-hmm. and like a gross man and okay money can get you so far but eventually you're gonna run into some supermodels that are like yeah I'm not gonna suck your dick I don't care who you are yeah the ones who, the ones who like got famous right yeah. like the ones who snuck through yeah like that was the weird thing about the Harvey Weinstein thing is it's like you're promising these women an opportunity at fame but you're abusing them so if they if they follow through on your plan for them then you're fucked because yeah. now they're more famous than you are. You're Johnny Miramax. Who gives a fuck? Nobody knows yeah. who the fuck you are. And how do you not know one of these is girls who's going to one day say, you know, Harvey Weinstein, like, like you know, yeah, that's going to be a little... But he wasn't unattractive. No. He right. could get laid. I, that's that's the part that makes him an even worse person than Harvey Weinstein. Is that, like, he... you saying Harvey Weinstein. No, we're talking about Cosby now. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's not like he couldn't get laid himself. He no. had this disgusting feeling inside of him that he... He probably enjoyed seeing a woman struggle. Yeah, it's disgusting. And, yeah, it's like she's asleep. What the fuck is yeah. that? You know, like that's crazy. That's insane. Especially when you know, I mean, he's rich, so yeah. you can just do like high-end prostitution. Yeah. You're you can have an arrangement with your wife because you're so rich that, you know, like whatever, like. Like I wonder if he thought, oh, like if it's just like a, a sexual relationship, then they're gonna blackmail me at some point. But if I put some real oof in it, no one's gonna believe him that America's favorite dad rapes women like mostly only divorces for poor people Mm -hmm. you know divorces for people that are like hey uh, i'm gonna cheat you know are you gonna like i'm already cheating fuck you you piece of shit rich people can just be like let's make an arrangement yeah right let's make this work we both you know i we have the houses we have all the shit yeah you can have your boyfriend i can have my girlfriend it's not good for our public image to be divorced yeah just live our own separate lives we're rich we can live amazing separate lives yeah together like you know i don't get it i don't get why cosby yeah it's fucking insane it He's is an insane it, person. that's the what that's the part of and it, doing clean comedy the whole time yes but that's what i've <laughs> yeah. i've always clean comedy the see whole i time. didn't i i remember watching bill cosby like when i was a little kid but then i remember seeing i don't know if it's delirious or raw where eddie murphy talks about bill cosby calling him and being like you can't sway say the filth slime film. yeah and that's when I was like, I don't like Bill Cosby calling people and telling them they can't swear. Like, I did not like him that much after that. And, like, yeah. I always find I, there is, like, I'm not going to out anybody. I don't think anybody could guess this, but I've heard a story of a very, very clean, very successful male comic that um, that has, that I personally know some people that he has propositioned. And it's like, I don't know why that hasn't come out yet, because it seems like he... But maybe that has been covered up quite well. Yeah, well, clean comics will always... They're always the weirdest. Like, well, the thing is, like, uh, both sides want the other side to be cheating, right? Yeah. So most of us spend our careers, like, trying to discredit as many people as possible so we can pretend that we're doing well. Yeah. Right? So it's like clean comics want dirty comics to be cheating. Dirty comics want clean comics to be cheating. Yeah. You know, like, ah, you're cheating. You're doing the fucking... You're clean. You're hack. You're trash. Because yeah. it's really hard to be clean without being hacked. What the fuck are you going to talk about That's that hasn't really been talked hard. about? That's like a hard yeah, thing Yeah, like to at do. least with dirty, you can be like, uh, I guess I'll shove it har- farther in yeah. somebody's ass here. <laughs> yeah. I'll shove it farther up your ass than any other comedian. <laughs> yeah, ever dared I'm going to be the, I'm gonna be the shoviest shover of all the she comedians. She felt my dick in her brain. Oh, my God. Nobody's done that before. Nobody's they always stop that. at the throat. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, though, because I do, I'm not saying it's about all clean comics, because, like, Ivan Decker is the nicest human being in the world and the, well, one of the smartest, really cleanest comics. Yeah. But uh, there are some clean comics out there that are just, like, creepy, 
alcoholics, love drugs, like just out of control. Mm-hmm. When you'd think that like some of these dirty comics would be like that, but some of the dirty comics I've worked with are the nicest. Yeah, people. yeah. The sti- I mean, that's the problem: is the style of comedy you do is no indication of the kind of human being you are. Yeah. And people want it to be, right? Because you feel like you've seen somebody and you know them and you've gotten to know them. You really haven't. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. Like some of the nicest comedians on stage are some of the biggest pieces of shit off of it. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Some of the guys on stage where you're like, I don't want to fucking be around that guy, like give half their money to charity. Yeah. You know, so it's all over the fucking place. But you've got a taping coming up on Friday. Yeah, you had one, didn't you? I did on Saturday. How did it go? It was okay. I always, I don't think I've ever had a taping that I'm like, woohoo, weehee, I did it. I've always been like, please don't release that. <laughs> my first like, album sat in my hard drive for four years. Oh, really? I yeah. I couldn't even listen to it. It's hard to pick a night, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you could just record everything, maybe, but like, you're picking a night and then you're and like, you well, you're this, is what, this is the version of it that's going to be out there. Yeah. So yeah. that's the way this joke's going to play. Yeah. I can make all the tweaks I want after this. Doesn't matter. That's the one that's there for life. I don't know why I get so nervous, though, about these. Because, like, honestly, I'm not, like, going for an award, a winning album. I just want sound exchange checks. <laughs> like, I just, this is how I make my money. Because I don't make that much money in the clubs. So, like, this is why yeah. I record stuff and put it out there. It's not, like... Well, it's always nerve-wracking a little bit, right? Because you, one human being can ruin it. Yeah. Like, so you're in an environment, like, one, one human can ruin this. Yeah. One lady, one guy, yeah. one person who's like, ew, or yucky, or, ugh. Oh, yeah. And then now it's like, okay, you got some good laughs, but that ugh lady was right next to our mic. Yeah. You know, so it's really hard so to take that. So your album is a bunch of ughs. Yeah, it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you doing your best joke and them going, aw. <laughs> so one human can ruin it. Yeah. So it's tough. How was, like, how were the crowds this weekend? What was it like being back? Was it, like... Well, the Friday late, I, I, I do, I, I have a problem with, uh, there's always going to be a table of drunk, um, well-to-do Christian women that are going to despise me. <laughs> and a lot of times... Why are they at the comic strip? Why are drunk Christian know, women at the comic strip? They're just, you they're, know, they, they're wealthy. Yeah, they're wealthy, you know, like they're doing okay. Yeah. And they hate what I'm doing. But, and, and normally they would just like quietly hate me or whatever, but because the rest of the audience seems to be enjoying they it, get mad. they are angry. Yeah. So now it's like, well, the stuff that he's saying is ridiculous and I hate it. And why are all these other fucking people seeming to have a good time? Yeah. How the fuck can all these people be enjoying this? Hey, guess what? That's how I feel in church, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I am sitting there being like, this is bullshit. How Everything they're saying is bullshit. This? I hate it. Yeah. Everything he's saying is yeah. stupid. Yeah. How are these bitches agreeing with this right. and hallelujah yank like, fuck them yeah, to, I was a, to the, I was a pastor mm-hmm. yeah I was the pastor for an atheist they yeah. were atheists and I was up there and you know and yeah. I was doing like Catholic stuff like making fun of Catholics and stuff so that didn't help I don't know if that was specific but they do, They basically they'll hear one thing they hate yeah and then be like I don't I fucking hate this Did and, you then, see and then them they'll just the talk crowd? and talk and talk yeah I could see them and they, they didn't say, they didn't actively say anything. They said yeah. one thing. I think it was like, well, that was funny. <laughs> like, you know, one of those. And then, and then they just talked full volume. Yeah. So that wasn't fun. But the rest of it was fine. Like, it was up and down for sure. Were they good crowds? Like, were they fun or were they, like, sizable? They were, yeah, they were sizable. Like, the Sunday was actually pretty, 
like I don't know, I'd say like 125 on Sunday. Wow, which that's is crazy. Pretty good. And like, yeah. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, I was that was what I was worried about with the tapings is like, okay, Saturday Late Show has eight people. Yeah. And let's tape it. Yeah. That's a great idea. Some of this, let's roll out some B material for eight people. <laughs> Because that's the other thing, too, when you're taping, like, just a few things, uh, or not a few things, but, like, you know, you have to throw old stuff in. Yeah. You're like, I got to keep this on the rails. Yeah. I can't just do new, 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 because that's just slowly dying, you know? Yeah. If you just go new, new, new. I'll have to come down on Friday and just sit in the crowd and go, oh. Yeah. Yeah, come down on, like, no, come on sit Saturday when there are, are you, oh, no, you're taping on Friday. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I had, like, shows this weekend. They were, like... The one at the Grindstone Theater was super fun. It was like this debate show, and Natasha was a White Avenue feminist, and I was a St. Albert. What's the difference between those two types well, of feminists? White, well, Natasha Other went really like, like, raw and angry and like, fuck you, man. I want to murder all men. And I was like, um, uh, I have to ask my husband first, but uh, we have, I, I definitely brought up, I have six boys, so I'm a boy mom. Uh, <laughs> like, I brought that stuff up. But it was such a fun, fun show. That was really... That is fun, because you got to play pretend. Yeah, and honestly, be like the pretend I'll be honest mom. with you, I hope that the producers don't listen to this, or who cares, because it went well, but, like, I didn't really fully understand what they want. Like, I didn't know if it was a debaters, I didn't know if it was, like, that kind of style, and so I did not prepare at all for it. I was just like, well, I'm just going to put on this, like, Karen feminist character yeah. and see what I could get with it, and it was really, really fun, so... I think that show, if you do it for them, like, you sh and also it was really good because Natasha and I know each other. Yeah. So I think if you debate someone that you don't really know, it won't be as good, but we're good at reading. And Absolutely, yeah. And well, and you, you can play with them. Totally. Right? Like, you're, you know, it just gives you more room to play yeah. because they're like, oh, I'm going to let her go a little bit. Yeah. I can make fun of her, right? Like, yeah. you can be like, nice try, Natasha, and yeah. it's not going to hurt her feelings. No, yeah, like, exactly. So yeah. that was... If you're doing it with somebody you don't know, it feels more wooden. Because yeah. Because you're like, well, good point, Ralph, and then you do your thing. Yeah, like, I've had to do a uh, roast battle that Brett Forte puts on in Calgary, and when I did it, I had to do, like, you go one round, if you win that round, you go to the next one, so... I was debating, I mean, I was roasting Sammy Rebenti, and I know him, and he knows me, so I'm like, okay, this mm -hmm. will be a good one, and I did well on that one, and then I went on to the next round, and then I had to debate a comic that I didn't even know at all, so I just had to do, like, and it just, it wasn't, you have to know the person you're roasting, or you have to have people writing for you, yeah, with the, which is a celebrity And obviously roasting. it helps, yeah, they have to be famous, yeah. The, I've, yeah, I've said forever, like, I don't understand the non-famous person roasting, yeah. everybody's just trying to, like, live yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a person who makes 48000 after expenses every year, is on the road for half of it. Yeah. Nobody knows their name. Yeah. And you're like, look at his fucking stupid hairline. <laughs> you fucking hack. Loser. And it's like, I gotta I gotta wake up tomorrow and go to Fort Mac. Oh, my God. Well, I remember when right. I, they, we roasted, like, I had my roast to raise money to move to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. My mom sat in the front row of that and, like... My boyfriend at the time went on stage to roast me, and he was like, "Hey, Wendy, you're awesome. I'm. Uh, thanks for pushing Kathleen out of your hole." And I was just like, "What the fuck is happening right yeah, now?" Yeah, but in fairness to him, he, he was didn't just, know. He, well, and he, he was, was just trying to he like was get also a reaction. Keep pace. Right? Oh, absolutely. Like, everybody else was like lunatic fringe dirty. Yeah. So he probably wasn't like, hey, no, Wendy, yeah. you know, he and felt I'm like sure, I have to say something like crazy. I'm also sure a comic like was like, you know what you should say? You should go up there. And like, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what happened. But yeah. my brother also went up on it and like, 
just told a story about me and then he was so cute after the show he's like god I, I get it I get why you get up there oh they laughed and I felt so alive <laughs> I'm like yeah but then you go back to your own room and you feel so dead <laughs> and so alone <laughs> yeah yeah for the it doesn't it doesn't uh cover the problem with that feeling is it doesn't cover how bad it feels when you fail yeah Right. So it's like you can have 10 good ones and then one like it just awful one. And yeah. the awful one sticks to your lungs. Oh, yeah. It just it's you wouldn't there. even roast me because you're like, I don't want to say anything mean. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, nope, that doesn't seem yeah. fun. It doesn't seem like a good idea because it because once you commit to doing it, you've got to do it. Yeah. And now you're like, well, what why am I what am I getting? Why would I want to just be mean? Yeah. And then they get to be mean to me. I don't want that either. I think the, the I think the the thing with roasts so is that they become so common because real roasts are funny, like really, like like you can't help but laugh because it's so funny and you don't feel hurt because you're just like fuck, that's a good joke. But like so many people roast these days, that the jokes aren't great. Like they're just once in a while you'll get one big one. Even if you don't know the person, you're like, damn, that was a good line. But like if they're just so common now that yeah, everybody's I mean, doing them my favorite part about like non-celebrity comedian roasts is watching the audience say what does that mean yeah, yeah. you know because the audience is like what does that mean does, yeah. Is it, is it, yeah, does that person do that yeah and, and that's why like, you are, have why to are we do... all be why are we all behaving like we know this person that's why you have to do looks based uh right. jokes so that even if they yeah. don't know the person but then like every time i do roasts like even at that calgary one i'm just like i'm just gonna let you guys know now the only jokes that any of these comics are going to come up with are fat whore jokes. That's all they're going to be able to come up with because that's all that they, they can, can think, think of. That, like, that was yeah. your B rabbit eight mile moment. Yeah, that was my... Yeah. Oh, was that? Okay, bam! I should have dropped a microphone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that. I'm going to tell you all the things they're going to say about me. And I did. <laughs> I have not seen eight mile in a long time. So <laughs> yeah. I had not realized that. And it's also good to sort of like cut. You just took all the wind out of their yeah, sails, yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. the, now they have nothing. Now every time they do a fat whore joke, people are going to be like... Kathleen said they do they, that. She, she predicted Heck. this. She predicted My favorite this. is also like watching somebody who's being roasted, like a non-celebrity yeah. comedian being roasted. And you can tell that they had a certain game plan going in where they were like, oh, I'm going to talk about his stupid fucking shirts. Yeah. And then they get so offended by everything that's been said about them over the course of the evening. They try to. They call an audible and they just get fucking like, j j listen, you fuck. Like they just get angry. You can tell. Oh, when it's their yeah, turn to they're respond. They're angry at the end. Yeah. And it never works. No. They're going up at the end. People are kind of roasted out. Yeah. They really don't know who the fucking panel is. Yeah. You know, they might sort of know who the person being roasted is, but they definitely don't know who the fucking, yeah. like the dais is. Yeah. So you're up there like, really shrieking at nobody's and you're angry and the crowd can tell like oh this guy and then it gets uncomfortable pissed. yeah if you're going to ever be roasted you have to be very okay with people saying horrifying things about you and some of them yeah. being a little bit too close to home that's just what it is but i think roasts should be like the debaters like you shouldn't be focused on winning you should be focused on being funny like that's like always like when you do one of the debaters you want it just to be like i don't care if they like me or not like one of my favorites watching you is the northwest territories one when you the crowd you made Hated. the crowd but oh. you made them hate you you they didn't hate you because you weren't funny sean you came out and you called them you called them white knife i mean yellow horse like that was really funny like you just you were the villain from the beginning of that and then you yeah. were against yumi who was this oh sweet japanese God. girl who just and she oh and she crushed that she she, crushed. she like crushed the shit out of that in in the best way it was such the, a great the debate the craziest part of that one was 
because she was new, like it was her first debate, yeah. um, I knew she was going to win anyway. Like yeah. I knew she had good jokes and I knew that it was about the Northern Lights in the Northwest Territories. But I was like, oh, I'll set her up. Uh, so like, it was like, we'll, we'll write some stuff where we're setting her up. Yeah. Like in the bare knuckle, like in the, yeah. It was like, we'll set her up for some laughs, like at my expense in that part of it. Yeah. So she gets some, like, starts to feel comfortable doing a debate. But she killed so she hard destroyed. in the opening, yeah. and I bombed so hard in the opening that when we got to the bare knuckle and I'm setting her up, it was yeah. just like, I didn't need to do this. You didn't, She's already fucking you didn't, But you didn't bomb. You just were the villain, and the crowd, like, you're in Yellowknife, yeah. where the Northern Lights is a big part of their and culture community. And it is community. very CBC, right? Like, somebody, yeah. like, a community member came up to me afterwards and like, well, I actually thought what you did was racist. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh. and it's like, well, that's, that's too bad because it wasn't saying it, white knife and yellow horse, no, and that's, that's racist. That's I'm sorry, I don't, but, think, but yeah, if no. that's how they felt, that's how they felt. There's but extremes out there. That's there's lots of extremes out there, but I loved that debate. And I, uh, my favorite ones that I've ever done, I've debated somebody that I know pretty well, and mm-hmm. like I feel comfortable being like saying, well, you should say this about me. And like, I love like those have been like I've debated Paul once, and it was so funny, and he. He just kept on screaming. I don't know. It was... It's just nice for me because I don't like the the thing. It, it's sort of the thing I don't like about stand-up is it's just me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I've never been that person who's like, you know, when I was younger, I did improv. So yeah. it was like, I'm doing, oh, it with other, I'm doing it with other people. So if, if we fail, we fail as a team. Like, yeah, there's nothing worse than the opinions of, of a male fail. improviser. We will fail. And when we do, it will be I'm as so a team. I'm so glad you didn't become an improviser, Sean. But in stand-up, it's like, it's just you. Sean doesn't have improv energy. I don't, don't either. don't have improv energy. But <laughs> when you're... when you one right there. When yeah. you're doing improv, you have the energy. Yeah. You know? You just kind of... Well, yeah, I guess I didn't have him. But everybody else around me was dancing and doing their yeah. stupid shit. So I could be the guy sitting in a rocking <laughs> chair saying, Sit down! <laughs> Gary, sit down. They're like, oh, that guy's a different character. Well, they need one of you out there in the improviser crew or whatever but it's called. I, it isn't a character. <laughs> but I thought improv was like what you did when you were a kid. I thought it was like kid comedy. It is. So I was like, oh, well, once you become a grown-up, you have to switch to stand-up. You can't stay in improv. You That's can't be a the best 43-year-old ana- guy. Like, I've used that analogy before about stand-up and improv. When people are like, well, what, like, why are they different? I'm like, well, one's really good. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, but like... Uh, I could watch horrible stand-up for hours, but bad improv, I, I want to kill myself watching bad I improv. I like both. I can't watch bad improv. The only improv. thing I don't like is when it's done well in either form. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah, that is boring. That is fucking boring. Yeah. We want to see that. Tra- watching somebody who's good at it do well, yeah. I mean, what is more fucking na- na- this is nauseating? Yeah, it's not fun to see people succeed. Somebody who's doing terrible and is terrible, yeah. like, that's fucking the best but it is improv is basically like what you did as a kid you're when you played make-believe with your friends and you tried to make them laugh and blah blah blah, blah. what kind of make-believe did girls play because with boys it was always shooting what did you guys do make-believe, uh, make-believe wise i always wondered what girls did in their make-believe Jana and i would always play like beverly hills now to a no <laughs> uh, i remember one time we had like we were playing like beverly hills now to a no in the backyard and i was like <laughs> I, I went and yelled something to her and my dad was standing there and it was like one of the most humili- i don't know it was so embarrassing but also we'd play barbie and like but our my barbie had like a like ken was around but he wasn't like that much to barbie she didn't really fucking care <laughs> we used to make our barbies have sex all the time with each other y- yeah with, with you guys the, had barbie sex like we didn't have barbie sex no, the barbies they, had sex why that's gross 
Because that's what... I mean, I... Because, because, like, because Barbie wasn't a, wo- a woke sexual being, and she liked like, to fuck. like, when we played G.I. Joes, like, they had guns and stuff. Yeah, but you, you know didn't have I mean? any so girl like, G.I. Joes to bring in, and you were probably homophobic, so you probably never... I bet you some... I bet you there's gay boys out there that would make their G.I. Joes fuck. I guarantee you. You think so? I Most guarantee of them you. You think they didn't... Didn't they... Wouldn't they have a G.I. Joe fuck a Barbie, or were the G.I. Joes too No, little? I'm saying if there were gay... If there were gay boys out there that would watch... Yeah? I'm sure they would make them. says he used to make them fuck. I like maybe I never Adam, got into that phase. I don't think. Maybe just like yeah, you weren't. You're not a very not sexual that. person, Sean. You just aren't a very sexual person. It's just not. That's just, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But yes, yeah. But yeah, we used to make. I remember one time, uh, Jana was over with our other friend, and our friend like made Barbie have sex all over. Jana had built this Barbie condo on her mom's massage table, and it was really cool. How, like <laughs> beds hanging. So you put from Barbie the thing. on the milking table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just have a little fucking Barbie house milking table. <laughs> but then a I... tiny plastic milking table that Barbie puts her pussy through. And... <laughs> That's gross. I bet you guys did have stuff like that. Barbie dildos. Well, I don't think it went that far at that time. We were in, we didn't know all about dildos and stuff then. We just thought it was this was Barbie sex. Just together, just mush, 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 mush. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like bend over, let's do a doggy style. I don't think I ever made Barbie do a doggy style. It was always missionary. It was always missionary before Barbie. She huh. wouldn't get any fun. But um, but <laughs> so our friend came over and she made Barbie and Ken have sex all over the condo and she wrecked a whole bunch of stuff. Like she made just. And then we didn't talk to her for like a month because she ruined the Barbie condo with wild sex. This is what girls did. Maybe it's just like the girls that were damaged early on, but I don't know. Very early. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's early. That's repressed. Yeah, no. It's like, you're not supposed to do that. I don't know if you know that, but like, that's one of those stories. If I told you, you'd be like, what the fuck are you crazy? Like, you're not supposed to like sitting around making Barbies fuck. What? That's they're not... supposed to be talking to each other about Oh my parties. God, Sean, I used to have a joke about it that I haven't done in forever. Right, Maybe I should just girl, do it yeah, for the taping. I remember that where like the, yeah. It, I, that was my number one joke that people were like, oh my God, are you going to do the Barbie joke? Because every girl, most girls, not every girl, but most girls did make their Barbies have sex. We've hmm. all done it. We've all done it. We've all done it. All I don't done think it I had, once. my experience with Barbie, I don't think it was ever sexual. Well, your sister had Barbies? Yeah, she had Barbies and ponies. Her did you thing was My, my Little, Little Pony. Pony. Did you ever, like, steal the Barbies and, like... My brother once stole all my Barbies and cut all their hair off. <laughs> and then he had to buy me... Like, he had to replace every single Barbie with his allowance. No, I used I to do, like... I used to do shows for my brother and sister where, like, I would be characters. Yeah. So I might have, like, a Barbie and then a lamp. Remember there was one character called Jeffrey the Lamp? <laughs> and then I would just... I would be behind the couch and then I would have yeah. my little characters up. And I would do, like, little sort of weird puppet shows for my brother and sister. Yeah. So that's one weird thing I did. But I never made them fuck. Yeah. Well, kids did different things. I don't know. There's something yeah. wrong with making Barbie fuck. Don't make me feel like some pervert because I did it. That's <laughs> no, the only thing I have to talk about. Somebody else will keep bringing it up. <laughs> well, who else is on your show this week? I don't know for sh- uh Fart. I don't remember. <laughs> fart. Oh, Fart. <laughs> We I like started I watching. Just... We started watching Last Man on Earth again, and uh, he says "oh farts" all the time, and he calls people turds. What's the Last Man on Earth? It's such a good show. It's like Will Forte, and it's it's kind of weird because they made it five or six years ago, and it's all about how a pandemic swept sweeps across America in 2020 and kills everyone. And then he's like the last man, and then he slowly starts finding other survivors. It's such a funny show. It's so it got canceled after like four seasons, which. Or three, maybe. It sucks because, like, it got canceled after they did a cliffhanger. 
And then they're just like, oh, no, you're not making more. So they have this huge cliffhanger on the very last episode, and you never know. But the it's one, a really funny show. The one thing that happened for the taping that I was happy with is my uh, one of my friends reminded me of something I said. Like, I forgot that I'd said it. So I was like, I don't know how many jokes I have for this taping. And then he's like, oh, remember that thing you said about, like, lay down body? And I'm like, oh, lay down body. I got to do that. I got to. When did I say, whoa, how did that go? Like, it was just like a thing. <laughs> it was just a thing I said to him in conversation. About, yeah. Like, the only time I feel comfortable uh, with myself shirtless is right after I wake up because I still have my lay down body. <laughs> like, all my organs are flat and everything is tight. Yeah. You have, like, that yeah. concave yeah. stomach. And then you eat one grape and you're a fat and you're fuck just like, again. Whoa. Yeah. You just have one cup of coffee and you're back to sickening. <laughs> but, like, there's that sort of, everybody has that 15 minute window in the morning where, like, you're, hor- you're fucking. You're horizontal for eight hours, and yeah. then you get up and you got that sweet flat body going. Oh, and you just look—you can look in the mirror for a good couple minutes for, at that. It's the same reason I don't like to be filmed sitting down. This is, but I'm, I don't know if anyone notices if they actually watch this, but I'm constantly like wrapping my because I don't want everyone to see the rules. Like, do not make me sit down when you interview me. I hated that. Like, on if you do TV, like, and they make you sit, I'm always like. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I sit like this normally because as soon as yeah. somebody sits down, it's like just like blah. blah. <laughs> I all, like I'm the kind of person where, other than right now, like, is right now there's like a camera on, but yeah, normally I I I am my shorts are undone the second I sit down. Like if I sit down on a couch. Or <laughs> are you do you are you out buddy with your hand on your pants? Full zipper down. Why don't you just take Total them off? relaxation. Even driving. Like, people must freak out because I'll get out of my car to 7-Eleven and the first thing I have to do is, is button my car. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck was he doing in there? Jerking off. Jerking off on the way. No. I, yeah. You can't. I can't even piss in a car when I'm driving. You can't even piss in a car. No. Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I got to piss, but I don't really want to pull over. I'll I've never fill peed up in this a car. one liter Aquafina that I drank. I don't know too many and girls I can't. Could do I that. cannot do it. That's a boy thing, though. That's like... I don't think a girl could fill up a water bottle. No. Nicely. Not <laughs> nicely, no. No. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to get a funnel. You'd one of those like SO, SO funnels. One of those SO oil funnels. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great... I think that... Isn't that... I'm pretty, yeah, I was going to say, you keep on coming, because we came up with the nature. Oh, that's right, but yeah. But we found out that it's already been done. Right. Well, that's the thing about the internet that sucks, right? Is I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, make climate great again. And then I Googled it as soon as I got home. There's a zillion yeah. make climate great again hats. Yeah. A zillion shirts. That's like, why I always laugh so all hard. All over the place. I laugh so hard when, like, a newer comic accuses somebody of stealing their bit uh, from another, like, they, oh, I saw it online. They stole it from me. It's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> there's a bagillion comics out there right now in every premise every premise has been done well even like i was saying to you guys even dead baby bear i was like well it's oh, the yeah. Dead baby bear podcast like but we found out it. and then i looked at it like maybe a month or i googled dead baby bear to try to find the podcast yeah and like you know a few down was the uh, and the, the urban term. the urban dictionary yeah dead baby bear is a phrase that means to be very very high yeah which is great though like, like uncontrollably high on drugs it's not like there's another podcast called dead baby bear though like no it's just that there is a term yeah. already who would, out there your podcast has another yeah exactly but who would think like oh dead yeah. baby bear there's gonna be like it's a term you know like anything you think of oh, has been fucking done. everything has been done and that's why like the internet is so good and so bad but like but that's why we have this tiktok stuff because it's a people just mouth words people just recycle jokes over and over and it's encouraged and that's yeah. just the way it is, because like people, somebody, somebody thinks it's something a little bit original, and then all of a sudden everybody keeps yeah, trying. Yeah, people just want to laugh, so or they like, just, just want to, or they just want people you. to laugh at them. Yeah, and like 
not in a negative way. But, but like, is there a lot of negativity on TikTok? No, because I'm super negative on TikTok and I'm totally shadow banned. Like, I'm like, I'm always on here. I'm like, this app sucks. You're, you're, I think I have one where I'm like, everyone on here is not funny and this is stupid. <laughs> and I don't get any views. But I enjoy like just being oh, negative. Oh, so like they can just like, okay, well, we'll shut the, we'll turn the volume down on you if you've got a problem. Oh, they with can us. definitely, I think, uh, I don't understand algorithms and things like that, but there's definitely. You know, because I, I even talked to Darcy Michael, who's like almost at a million followers and he's doing well with it. But he's like, yeah, like if, if I talk about certain things, they'll just take it down. Like they don't even they're just taking it down. Like that's the thing I don't like about TikTok is it's very censorship. Like it's very censored. I mean, I walked around naked, drunk by accident and I never got any views ever well, again. Is TikTok Chinese? Is it a I Chinese I think it's from thing? China. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. I don't and know. Is it still controlled by, like, I mean, I, I don't really know. don't know, like, much about, like, the technical aspects of it. I, like, I get sucked into it. I just sit and watch. Like, the other day I found this girl who was just, like, obviously, I don't know what's something wrong with her. She lives in a trailer in Calgary and uh, she's, like, an anti-vaxxer and she's, like, uh, anti-mask. I can't wear a mask because I was sexually assaulted once, and when I wear a mask, I get PTSD from it. And um, yeah, that okay. Cover, that, uh, I mean, but, that pretty much covers your bases. Yeah, because well, you of course you're gonna use that argument because no one's gonna be like, well, that's not a thing. But like maybe somebody else that has had that, that happen to them was like, I was wearing a mask, fine. But anyway, but so she's on there, and she's got. She keeps on talking about how she wants to have a wedding, but none of her family helps support her. And she just needs this much money. And so she started to go find me for her wedding. And I went and clicked to see. And one person donated $10. Like, she's asking for $1,500. Good. And one person donated $10. And I'm like, I haven't found her ever again because I don't follow them. But I just find these weird peoples. And sometimes I'll find, like, I found this one girl that's, like, this teen girl. And every once in a while, she'll pop back up. And I feel like I'm watching my so-called life. Like, I'm watching this girl because she's, like a troubled teen like she's like drunk and high half the time on all of her tiktoks and like doing very sexy tiktoks and i'm like oh this girl's so like sweet and i'm just like rooting for her but i she's starting to fall down a bad path but i then i'm like is this stuff all real or are these all actors i'm really high yeah. right now i think but i don't know <laughs> but yeah, i was, i was i was uh what the this wasp the loves us yeah, I was. I was funny because I was thinking about like the next thing that's going to happen yeah. with like politics, and I think like with white people, um, it's happening in the states already, um, where they're using the left's sort of rationale of like, we don't want to say anything in institutions or in schools that might upset like Aboriginal people or Black people or whatever, and they're starting to apply it to white people, where they're like, we shouldn't be talking about colonial history. Because it hurts white um, people's it feelings. Because it hurts white oh children's God. feelings and makes them feel guilty. Yeah. So they're using that logic to, like, you know, cover up for the bad people. Oh, my God. They're like, well, they shouldn't have to, you oh know, feel guilty or well, sad or bad. Numbers hurt me and scared me. Why did I have to take math? That's a good point. I, numbers were traumatic to me. I, I cried myself to sleep thinking about rounding and fractions. Fuck was I bad at math. I was so bad at oh math. Oh my God. You know what's weird bad. though? Like I, so in high school, I did math 10, failed it. So they put me into math 13, got 98, put me into math 20, failed it, put me into math 23, got like a huge score. So I'm just like, so what are we teaching in the dumb math class? No, That's... no, no. I did math 14, math 24. Mm. That was my route. Yeah. straight into garbageville yeah like 
that I did math, I think 10. Yeah. Failed it. I think when I was in, I remember this specifically, when I was in grade six, I got 27% in math. Oh my God. 27%. Have you gotten diagnosed with ADHD yet, Sean? <laughs> I have the same thing, like same thing. Like I just could yeah, not. Yeah, maybe figure it's out. the teacher. I, had fr I always had like French Catholic teachers. Yeah. French immersion. They were always French Catholic. So you did learn math in French. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, everything in French you except had to English. Learn something that your brain could not figure out in a language that you weren't. That like, I wasn't born to speak. Born to speak. Oh my, that's that's too much. Like that's. Yeah, it was a little. Schools much. like are getting finally starting to understand that. Like you're starting to see a lot more specialized schools. Like sports schools and art schools and science schools and it's just like yeah like why i hated anything to do with science and math i was terrible at it it frustrated the fuck out of me social studies english like theater i love all that kind of stuff i did yeah. pretty good in and well, but the funny thing is too like if my kids came to me and said like well this is bullshit because i'm bad at math and science but i'm really good at english and social i would be the, the only thing i would say to them is like you mean the ones you can bullshit your way through yeah <laughs> so you're good at the ones you can bullshit yeah, your yeah, way yeah, through. yeah so how about you fucking put a little bit of focus on the ones that take effort like how about you focus a little bit of your attention on the ones that actually require detail and some learning yeah instead of just like yeah. focusing on the bullshit subjects you should write a parenting where book. you can just be like oh fucking blah 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 here's my book report i thought billy was gonna end up with stevie like Fuck you. I just You're getting think an 80% like, in English. That's garbage. I'm not like... But I was using, that student. I'm not using any of the skills that I learned in Biology 20 or anything. Like, maybe I'll... Maybe once in a while I'll get a Jeopardy answer, right? Because I'll remember something. But yeah. I don't well, remember... It was because our study habits were so poor. Yeah. Right? Like, you're not supposed to learn that... Sh you're supposed to just develop good study habits for when you are presented with something you do need to learn that will help you. Yeah. So that's where we fell down, is we had such shitty Terrible. study habits as children... That when we were adults, somebody's like, hey, here's some new information that would really help you. And we were like, I don't learn good. Yeah. I don't know how to, what the fuck? So then we never learned anything in our yeah. adulthood either. So we were shitty students, and then we became adults who didn't learn much. Well, I remember when I was going to school, they tested us to see if we were auditory, visual. Right. Those are the only kind. <laughs> Is there a smelling learner? <laughs> a learner that learns by smell? <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. And I, like, I was a visual learner. And like, right. but like, that's when I think at that kind of, I think they finally started to realize when we were just exiting public education that like, oh, not every kid is exactly the same. Not every kid is going to figure out how to do this in one way. And like, I feel bad for teachers now because they have classes with like 30 kids in it and they have, to, they have to like figure out how 30 different kids learn and try yeah. to make everyone successful or their parents come in with like, why is my child failing your class? It's your fault. Well, <laughs> like, and I used to do a joke about how, well, I guess I did it on Saturday as well, but about visual, you know, like visual learner is just code for yeah. stupid. <laughs> Like, why do you have to see it to know it? Why can't it's you true, read? Because I was you, like, why can't you read or hear it and then know it? Why do you like? I have to do. I have to do math with sparklers to get this fucking kid to know. Like, I gotta fucking. I gotta paint my chest to get this kid on board with science. Like, what the fuck? It just means that they have to like look at stuff to get it. They can't right, just listen I mean, to you talk about it. I don't know. You look should at me be able to fucking. Able to see it. Yeah, the proof's in the pudding, I guess. <laughs> Except with deep fakes, now everything's fucking deep. That's the great thing about being a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. You can just say everything's deep fake. <laughs> Nothing's Biden, real. Looks like Biden is the president. Oh, you buy that deep fake? Like, <laughs> well, what are you, what? 
What do you? What if? What if? What if everything <laughs> you watch is deep fake? I, nah. I love watching more than like seriously talk to conspiracy theorists that Trump Trump rallies and stuff, and they make them think that they're believing. Like, like there. I watched this one today where the guy's like, he shakes this guy's hand, and he goes, "Did you get the vax?" And he's like, "Fuck no, I'm not getting the vax." And he goes, "Oh shoot, I got the vax," and I just shook your hand. So now, what is it, shedding? I think it just shedded on you. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, fuck. He starts wiping his hand. Like, he seriously thought this. And then the, guy, the guy's like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, when I grab my car keys now, I have to, like, fling them off. And he's like, are you serious? Like, they believe this Well, shit. I mean, they, they have been what they always accuse us of being, which is brainwashed sheep. Yeah. Right? So when they're, like, scared of viral shedding or hugging people that have been vaccinated... They are what they accuse us of being, yeah. which is like completely brainwashed yeah. by an ideology from people who are selling them some fucking grifty shit. Yeah, like Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> like those dirt. Like, yeah, I was talking about Catholics quite a bit on stage. That didn't work so great. People are still like... Mostly because they think you're going to start talking about residential schools. Yeah, I think that that's the part so that makes... So like, they, yeah. they think like, I better be on alert here because it sounds like he might try to make light of residential schools, yeah. which of course I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely not, yeah. Like, it's not even, like, for me, it's like, it's not even my place to talk about it. No. So, like, I can talk about Catholics and shit on yeah. religion. And yeah. Like, but, you know, in the context of what's happening, but I, it's not even my place to be like, well, that stuff with residential schools, like, it's not even my Yeah, we place. have no place to comment yeah, on like it at not, all. No. But, yeah, you can comment on it. Not only on... would it not work, because it definitely wouldn't work. No. But it, people would be like, I don't know if you're really the guy. To be the authority on this. should be on, this. on point for yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have somebody who's Aboriginal up there, like, giving their perspective. Not a white guy who's got, like, a hot fucking toasty take on the whole thing. <laughs> it would be fun to write. I've always said it would be fun to write material for, like, a black male comedian. Yeah. Because they have carte blanche, right? They can do anything. They can talk about every single topic. Yeah. No one's ever going to really accuse them of, like, eh, I don't know if you should have said that or, you know. It's yeah. Like they, so it would be so fun to have the freedom to write for somebody who has no, it was not in any kind of cage at all. They can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You I know? think that that's like, I don't like, I don't know. I think it's like when, when people are, are getting things and stuff because they, I just always feel like, are we rewarding everybody because they're funny or because of where we want everybody to be represented or I don't even know. Yeah. Or anymore. like maybe it's time that they are right. You know, they haven't been represented at like all. They have yeah. Not been, so, I mean, I've, you know, I, I would talk to, like, But that's not true that black male comedians have not been represented as much as, like, I'm talking about, like, other, like, black female comedians or yeah. Asian comedians and stuff like that. Yeah, or, like, trans comedians. Yeah, or, like, yeah, black male comedians like have yeah. had a lot of opportunities and have a... Well, they're some of the best comedians ever. They are, yeah. Right? Yeah. So well, Richard like, Pryor, I think, yeah, is If you were to put together, like, arguably. a top ten list of yeah. the greatest comedians of all time, like, like how, like uh, over half would be, like, be, like, Patrice. Yeah. Richard Pryor, yeah. Eddie Murphy, yeah. like there's so many fucking great ones, right? Absolutely, yeah. So they're, they're yeah, they're at the top. Yeah, so there's not like an argument that they're underrepresented. All I think the I still time, think Patrice, like Patrice, is my favorite. Yeah, comedian. he's just. I would love to see. I don't know. Would he? Would it have been good to have him around uh, during cancel culture? It like, would have just been just to see, just sure to hear his point he, of he view. Would, I think he would be bigger now than he ever was. Because, yeah. like, if you look at the slot that Tim Dillon has filled. Yeah. Right, where an actually funny, um, like, an actually funny comedian who's willing to shit all over the left yeah. and has no cage 
He's going to say whatever the fuck he wants. No filter. Yeah. Shitting on the left and actually ingeniously funny. Yeah, he's so and funny. he has a massive following because of it. Like, yeah. you could say that his following is garbage, that he has, like, all these... All, but the, the right uh, the right is starving for good comedy. Yeah. All they've ever had is, like, fucking little shitballs like Ben Shapiro, <laughs> like, going, oh, that's stupid. Like, that's all they've ever had. They've is never Tim had... Is Tim Dillon, like, a right-wing comedian, though? Or is he no, just kind of, like, no, he's, but he's, he's willing he's to shit willing on the to left. shit on the yeah, left. Yeah, they like him. Yeah. He has a massive... Yeah, following that's so smart. Right. And he's like, he is like, you have no idea if he's who he, he just doesn't like anyone. And it's awesome. Yeah, and and, he'll and just... I think Patrice would be that. Yeah. You know, Patrice would be that too, where he's like, he's still doing exactly what he always did. Yeah. And there's a massive audience that is starving for good content. Yeah. Because the left has no shortage of good content. There is a massive amount of high quality content on the left. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure the people, the people on the right always say like, oh, left doesn't know how to fucking joke around like wrong joke. wrong yeah. that's yeah. absolutely wrong <laughs> that's like totally 99% wrong. of all the best comedians are, are on the left yeah there's no doubt about it you can't i mean you show me like a conservative comedian and i'll show you somebody who generally sucks <laughs> like how many good conservative comedians are there on earth maybe 3 yeah right so when somebody like tim dillon comes along there is just this fucking huge swath of people that are starving yeah. for somebody to say it and say it in like a fucking way that is going to hurt the left because it's actually kind of on point, right? He says stuff that is like, they, they can, they, the left can like listen to it and hate it, but there's a part of them that's like, fuck. He's right. He makes an interesting point there. Yeah. And they don't have many of those guys. So, like, Patrice would fill that Yeah, I think, like, if you asked me, like, who could... If you wanted to see one comic come back, it would be Patrice. Out of everyone, out of the Carlins, yeah. out of the Priors, I would want Patrice back. Because he just, like... He, he didn't give a fuck. He no. did... He was able... I watched a bunch of his shows when he was here, and he was able to have people, especially women, hating his guts throughout the whole show. And then at the end of the yeah. show, they were, like, on their feet clapping. Like, it was... You know, yeah, that's they, very rare. He also kind of was like the first comedian that I ever saw that was like, you should be building tension. Yeah. Like in order to have like a good memorable comedy show, there should be tension in there. It yeah. can't be like everybody's laughing and oh, ha, ha, ha. Like in order to have like a great show where like, because he would get standing ovations. And yeah. part of the reason he got a standing O is because he would build and release tension. Yeah. If you just watch a stand-up comedy show and people are like laughing and it's lighthearted and cool, people will clap at the end, but they're not going to get up. Mm-hmm. Like the reason that he was able to make people get the fuck up is because it was like, where's he going with this? Holy shit! What the fuck? And like, half the time you would you would start a third and... of the crowd hate, openly despising yeah. him the whole time, and he couldn't have fucking cared less. Yeah. It didn't matter. He would openly mock them to their face for not liking it. He'd I, ask them why they hated it and then make fun of them for hating it. That's such a superpower to not give a fuck about what your crowd thinks, like, or not be bothered by people that look mad at you, to actually thrive off of that. Like, yeah. that's such a superpower. Well, and that's a spectrum too, right? Like, you generally don't give a fuck what people think of you, but you sort of do. Like, I overly do. Yeah. So I'm like always kind of paralyzed up there of like, well, if, if this starts to go sideways, what's my exit strategy? How am I going to get the fuck off of here? Yeah. My brain is like, you need to get out of here. So most of the time I'm on stage, my brain is saying, why aren't we gone? What are we doing up here? Yeah. And I have to be like, shut the fuck up. Like we're trying to make money and then we'll go home. <laughs> and my brain's like, what's money? You know, like <laughs> the fuck we need to get out of here. I'm your survival instinct. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about Canadian currency. 
I care about us fucking surviving this bear attack. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's always a fight for me. I had to do a show on Saturday that my brother, another setup show for my brother and his, oh like, boy. wealthy friends at their cabin on Jackfish Lake. And I was, I didn't know what was going on. Like, he was very vague on when I had to be there, what time I was going to go on, what I was going to do. And, like... I thought I was supposed to be there earlier, and then we were on the way there, and he wasn't even there yet. And he's like, well, just go hang out with those people. I'm like, uh, no, that's like my – and my sister-in-law's yeah. like, you do that all the time. I'm like – and that's my least favorite part of the show is meeting the people and, like, mm-hmm. having to introduce – and having to be like – I just, like, it's it's uncomfortable. It's very – like, I'm not good at it. I'm not well, good yeah, because at- it's like Marin says with building your clown, right? With yeah. With, like, you know, you're, everybody's kind of building their clown. It's like – yeah, the, you know, it's sort of the, what I'm doing up there is a representation and sort of like me and I'm pretty much myself. Yeah. But there is this extra element of like and then if I, and then if I meet you before. Yeah. then when I go into that mode, you're like, that's not who the fuck that is. Yeah. I, I seen her eat a fucking tart. She just stands there. <laughs> she just and fucking stands there and eat cake. Exactly. And, and then now we... she's up there. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When she's not up there. She just sits there and eats pie. <laughs> I do. But we were, like, there at the party, and then I was, like, I still didn't know. Like, like five minutes before I was supposed to go on, I did not know what how long I was supposed to do. or And I didn't. And Oof. just before I went on, nobody was hanging around the area. Perfect. But eventually, it it was good, and I had a great time, and I they paid me money and stuff. Uh, but I was just, like. What a pro you are. They paid me money and stuff. <laughs> I was just so, like, fucking nervous off the top. and like I, Did you it, do it by yourself? Yeah, it was that just me. You know who? Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> they were like, oh, do you know Kent Tilly? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, his brother's supposed to be here today. I'm like, oh, Kent's here. Oh. Kent can open for me, but he oh, wasn't Oh, shit. There. You probably, Kent probably Saturday. was there. Yeah, he was there. Was he? Yeah. During the day or at night? Um, I don't know. When did you do yours? I was there at night. Okay. Because I know he was going there. Well, maybe he showed family. up and then just avoided it so he didn't have to go up or something. I don't know. Maybe oh, but they like... also made all the kids go away. Like I said, I'm right. not going up if there's children running around. You've got to send all the kids to the back of the property or something. Like, I'm not going on. To but the back? And where so did they send them? To the back of the property. Because <laughs> like... that's, that, that's almost weirder, right? Like, I've done that before where they're, where they're like, okay, now a lunatic's going up, so half of you have to leave. They basically you know, were like, like... There's a lunatic up on stage That's basically now, what they were so, going to say. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Like it's, it's like it, it's weirder. When you're like, oh, the kids have to leave, and they're like, oh, that won't be a problem. And then it's like, yeah. well, I can tell you it'll be a problem because right before I go on, somebody's going to say, okay, can we get the children out of here? Yeah. Please, can the children leave? Please get the kids this out of here. This person is fucking horrifying. They're, they're about to drop an A bomb here. But it was weird well, really, because. They'll like, just be bored of you. Yeah. Like, well, they won't don't. understand. Yeah. But it was like, the, I got there around four, and I don't think I went on until 10 30. And so that was the worst part was just the standing around Ooh. trying to be like and then people would be like oh are you a comedian and then it was just a- yeah. awkward as hell and i'm like i don't like having to hang out for that's 6 hours a before a hang. show that's a long hang. not knowing when i'm going to go on so i was like super super anxious that whole afternoon and like but i finally and it, it was fine and it always usually is fine not always sometimes it's not fine at all <laughs> but yeah, but usually was, no 30 seconds in. But right? yeah, like I'm just like, if my brother books me for another thing, I'm like, you tell me 10 minutes before I have to be there and I will be there. But well, and like, you got I courage can't. too because like your bro- like how many people in that audience had seen you before? None. Oh, like, really? Well, okay, well, that's all right. Maybe like one, like the, oh, the the people that own the place, they were like, oh, we think we saw you at Grindstone once. Like, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, like nobody had seen, and it was a bunch of like 18, 19-year-olds too. Ooh, who, that's tough for they, me. Yeah. They loved me though. Yeah, no, that is a tough Like the girls were like, that was awesome. <laughs> I like vibrators too. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling of just being like, oh my God, this is like, I don't, I'm, 
I don't want to go out. I don't want to get to know these people before I go up. Like I, and but yeah. but like most people don't well, understand I prefer the that. Pre-show, I prefer the pre-show hang to the post-show hang. But because they now they know. Now they can be like, "Hey, I got something for you." Oh yeah. Um, that one. So is... I like the pre-show, but a six-hour pre-show. It was too long, and and like my brother didn't quite understand it because he thinks, "Oh, you're social. You're fun. You love. You're the life of the party." I'm like, "Yeah, when I'm on stage, but I don't want to be the center of attention when I'm off the stage." Like, I just yeah. don't. I don't want that attention off the stage. When I'm up there, yeah, give me all the attention. I want every single bit of the attention in the room. But I, I'm not running around there afterwards trying to yeah. go up to people and be like, tell me well, how great I am. Like It's I'm, harder for me, too, because, you know, when I die, people will say, like, he really dimmed down a room when he walked in. You know, like, you, you, <laughs> you, you, you felt like it got shadier the second he walked in. <laughs> Nobody will ever say, like, Sean lit up a room or, like, when you saw him, you were like, hey! it was always like, oh, he's here. Comics she, are excited oh, when they oh, see great, you. Oh, great, she brought him. <laughs> Comics are excited when they see you. I don't. They I are. So. Maybe in an open mic or something. Yeah, they like you. they're like, oh, good, maybe he can fucking eat some time. That was the worst part about running open mics is that you never knew going into it whether you were going to have to do an hour that oh, night or no time at all. So it was like, I don't know who's showing up. Like, there were times where I had to go up and eat, like, 50 minutes. Yeah. At these places. Yeah. Or sometimes when I didn't have to go up at all. Which yeah. Which was fantastic. But, like, yeah, it was insane. I hated running those. I don't like running open mics either. I think it's, like, something that you have to do when you're new. But, like, if you're older and you're running them, it's just going to kill you. <laughs> like, well, it, and it makes you an enemy of, like, a weird subsect of people. Yeah. All of a sudden, there were, like, 15 people who were like, fuck that guy. Because he wouldn't and give him time like, or something. I, what? Where, like, which, when do, which shows did you run? Uh, I ran like a Yuck Yucks amateur night when oh, it first yeah. opened, and I also ran, um, what was the one on, was it Filthies or like? Yeah, Filthies, oh yeah, you ran it with Ryan for a bit. Yeah, he gave it to me and, yeah, he left, Ryan Patterson okay, left, yeah. and then gave it to me and David Dempsey. Okay. So I ran that for a while, and I would try to be like, you know, hey, uh, so somebody would come in, like, I didn't know who the fuck they were, and I had no idea, and they, but they would just have a notebook and be scribbling as if they were automatically on. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that guy's got a notebook that he's scribbling in, and yeah. the show's starting in four minutes, and I don't know who the fuck he is, and I don't have his name written anywhere because I don't know who the fuck he is. He hasn't asked for any time. Yeah. And then they just come up and be like, so when am I on? And it's like, well, I don't know. Uh, what's your name? What's my fucking... You know, they instantly were, like, indignant, and I'm like, who the fuck oh. is this person? And I don't think I've seen any of those people again, but... No, of course not, because the ones with the ego are the ones that, like, just, you're just like, are you for fucking real? Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, relax. So, or, like, I would have ten, you know, there'd be, like, room for... That was the other thing that sucked, too, is because I'm such a pussy, the venue would be telling me... No more. Hey, by the way, we fucking hate that guy. Oh, yeah. We hate him. That guy you're putting on, we hate him. Yeah. And then I'd have that comedian saying, when am I going to get an opportunity to headline because I'm tired of these 10-minute spots? So now I'm like, fucking, what do I do? These guys hate them. And this guy's like, when do I headline? But that's the perfect way for you. But like, I I don't know, they they don't appreciate your comedy. Right. But I just just went right down the middle and continued to let them do 10-minute spots. So then I had both people mad. The venue would be like, why are you still putting them on? And the comedian would be like, how the fuck am I still just doing spots? So I decided to, like, make both of them sort of hate me instead of having one of them despise Oh, my God. You make stuff so much more difficult on yourself. <laughs> I should have just been real, right? It yeah. happened a few times where, but I would let them continue to do spots. But they would be like, 
look, dude, we have 40 people who come here every Sunday. Yeah. They come to the show religiously. And when you put that person on, they're like, they get mad. Well, d- does the guy who booked this hate us? Yeah. Like, we never respond to this person. What yeah. What the fuck are they still doing up here? And it's like, well, I mean, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I'm just looking to fill time. That show is so I don't so want to have to fun. cover it myself. And he's here every fucking week. It's like, usually the loyalty that'll get you a spot. Everybody talks about Empress being set the best room Edmonton has had, but I Filthies was the best. Filthies was, it was just so good. The and the crowd at Filthies was just always like, they were go, they willing they were willing to go anywhere. Empress was like you had to be very careful with your words there because some people would get very mad at you, you know like but like Filthies they were like up for anything. They were like a metal crowd though. They were like. Very yeah, cool. they were a little bit yeah. more like metal and like who gives a shit yeah. and fuck you. It was and such pe- a fun room. And it was nice because people could still bomb there. Yeah. You know, people could still bomb. Yeah. So it was kind of fun. It was a fun room that way where sometimes somebody go up and just murder mm-hmm. and then somebody go up and just eat it. It was the like, perfect those are room. Fun. Those are fun rooms. Not yeah. when it's like the Empress was more like level where yeah. it's like everybody's getting, everybody's doing pretty good and yeah. some people are doing really good. Like, the good open mics are the ones where sometimes somebody just, like, Bombs three hard. three people fucking eat it. Yeah. That's Those are fun. fun. That's entertainment. That is entertainment. That is entertainment. That At is the Empress, if you were bombing, it was because you made a bad word choice. Yeah. At uh, Filthies, it was a bad joke. Yeah, Empress, everyone seems very, like, encouraging and happy to be there and stuff, and Filthies was like, no, you got to make these, these people these are all, and a lot of laugh. these people are fucking blackout drunk. <laughs> Yeah, they were trash. <laughs> it was I. Yeah, I missed that. I wish we could find another filthies. That was. Well, I'm such gonna a... go to. I'm going to your taping on Friday. All right. Are you gonna sit in the crowd and boo? No. We sit next to the microphone boo. and go. Ugh. I'll try to start applause breaks. <laughs> Don't do anything. Why not? That's the best. That's the best. I know Matt Aladine does that all the time. He just starts applause he breaks. He starts applause breaks. When he's on stage or when others. No, are no, on no. Stage? When others are on stage, and it works great. Like if you tell a joke that went really well. Yeah. And people just laughed and then stopped. Yeah. If one person starts doing this, everybody goes, he has a point there. And uh. then they all start clapping. So you can be like a one-man clapping band that yeah. gets everybody cooking. And they all start clapping. I still have to figure out what jokes I can do that I haven't taped. <laughs> like, oh, really? I got to go through some stuff. You're not work. ready yet? You should be fucking prepped, man. Uh, no, I, I don't. I wasn't either. That's fine. I, I don't prep for stuff well. I, w- I was taking joke suggestions on phone calls. Yeah. Remember when you said lay down, buddy? Tell me more about that. I have a show tomorrow. <laughs> what, did, uh, what the fuck did, what did, when did I say that? <laughs> I saw your brother on White Avenue on Friday with Natasha. We oh, yeah? were at Black Dog and I was like, I was like, that's Sean's brothers. And they're like, she's like, they look alike. And I'm like, that's interesting because Sean's adopted. That's interesting because Sean's adopted. <laughs> And he's had 780 less sexual partners. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that you'd say they look alike. <laughs> because one of them oh has God. had sex with three people and the other one's had sex with 805. Yeah, the funniest, like, whenever I, like, somebody, if a comic doesn't know that that's your brother, and I'll be like, oh, that's the converse brother, they'll either be like, yeah, I can see that. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, like a tough He's guy all with tattooed and, like, and fucking fixes bikes and yeah, like, pussy. Yeah, <laughs> like. And then there's me. He's always surrounded by like hot tattoo chicks and everything. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I'm always surrounded by your kids and love. My children and love, (laughs) love and light. You know. Who's this podcast brought to you by, Kathleen? It's brought to you by Northern Queen. We should really be doing this at the beginning of the episodes. We're so bad, but we're high off of their amazing products, so we can't help it. That's what we do. 
It's brought to you by people. Northern Queen. They gave us a bunch of lollipops. Yeah. Don't don't go to sleep on those lollipops. Those are fun. They're Brings really you back fun. to your childhood. It's any When you get candy. high off a lollipop. Oh, it's awesome. Fuck, is that great? Those you're, are actually the best ones because it's a slow. Yeah. Like you're slowly eating it and then you're slowly like, oh, I'm really feeling nice. Yeah, right and now. then you swallow the fucking stick. Yeah. Because you're so fucked up. <laughs> you pass out and swallow the stick. There's a lot of liability issues with, uh, with those lollipops. <laughs> you really shouldn't lay down and do it. I don't, don't, don't need a lollipop while wearing your lay down body. <laughs> yeah, don't get your lay down. That's my lay down body. But it was like funny because it's one of those things I just said in passing and the crowd is like, it's fu- that's what stand-up is so funny for. Like, I think I wrote a bunch of jokes, and there was three or four that I thought, oh, well, these will work for sure. Yeah. Like, just in writing it, I'm like, oh, well, just the way this joke plays out, it's like, this will work for sure. And then doing it was like, oh, that didn't work at all. Yeah. Like, that thing that I thought would work from start to finish, yeah. and then build, and then have a good reaction at the end, didn't, they didn't fucking get on board in the beginning. None of the material throughout it worked. Yeah. And the punchline was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then other things where you're just like, oh, they that they relate to that. The best People jokes are relatable what, jokes. The best yeah, jokes like, are the one where someone's like, yeah, I've laid, I thought I looked really yeah, hot lying do. down I, too. Yeah, it was almost like you just say it and people were like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've had that too where I look good yeah. before I've eaten. Yeah, you have to be relatable. Like, you, you have to be relatable. be relatable. That's me, Captain fucking Relatability. <laughs> We've had, I think we've had a pretty decent streak of no Holocaust stuff. I know. You just broke it. I was thinking about it. that. I'm like, fuck, I think. Well, I just, not technically. Yeah, we this didn't is an really aside. discuss Let's it. Let's call this an aside. Well, I did kind of say at the beginning that since right. we're clean, we're going to do the nice history of Germany. Right. We're going to learn about the Alps. Which is hard to, yeah, it's hard to find. Are the Alps in Germany? The good stuff. I was thinking about making a movie about, like, it's like a Saving Private Ryan, but like a German mom. Oh, God. You know, so like a Nazi mom that has lost four sons, and then it's called like Saving Private Heinrich. Oh my God! And then for like a bunch, like a whole platoon has to go to Krakow and find him in the tower and bring him back to Rita, his mom. <laughs> I don't know if it would work, but I think it'd be kind of funny. Oh my God! Do you think would you be involved in Saving Private Heinrich? I mean, I might do craft services, but I don't want my name in the credits. <laughs> I think it'd be fun because we forget about those German moms that lost all their Nazi sons. Well, what kind of movies are there that like have the different perspective of the evil people? There, Clint Eastwood made one that was like Iwo Jima and the Japanese okay. version of it or whatever, and they're all hiding in caves. And yeah, of course, it's like it is a fascinating story because they're actually that's what's crazy about all the war movies we've made is we're like, look at us in war, and it's like yeah. most of these we couldn't have fucking lost. Yeah, it was the world. Versus, like, so yeah, yeah, so it's like what I mean. I, I, the people who sacrifice their lives are heroes, like obviously, but the idea that it's like this was somehow hanging in the balance or whatever, <laughs> like in Vietnam, we were fucking like we had all the guns, we had all the fucking firepower, yeah. we had everything. Like, so it is more fun to do the underdog story of like you know the people in Laos that were like you know it is yeah. more fun to do that side because we were winning every all of it was like winner stuff. I'm sure there was some nice Nazis. Um, the moms, I'm Maybe. sure. Some of the, the moms, moms that lost their sons. I'm sure they that still really... hurt. Yeah. They were like, oh, my Nazi son's dead. You think Hitler's mom was sad when he died? Was she alive? Did she live? I don't know if she was alive or not. He was like a quarter Jewish. and Was lived, he an was only child? Austria. Or do you have brothers and Fuck, sisters? I don't know. Because like, do that's I the thing. Because the name Hitler died with Hitler. Like, I, you don't know any There's other still Hitlers. There's a few little Jimmy Hitlers out there. Really? They're still, they're, like, there's, Jimmy Hitler. There's funny... <laughs> 
there's funny laws. Like different countries have different naming laws. Oh, you're not allowed to have the name yeah. Hitler. So in in uh, North America, you can be whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But like they're in Germany or in France, like they actually have naming laws where it's like you can't really? call your kid gymnasium, you fucking lunatic. Yeah. Like they'll actually outlaw certain names that will like out, that will like prevent children from being like uh, you know bullied later in life. Yeah. But yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. I don't know what the rules are in Germany, but I think it has to do with like any kind of like Nazi, Hitler, Adolf, none of that. Oh my god. You are it's illegal. Really? Yeah. Huh. Can't do it. I I am I do wonder if Hitler had any siblings. Like cuz it's kind of like the Romanovs. You know the Romanovs, the story of the Romanovs, how they always say they're still Ro- descendants of the Romanovs. There's actually mm-hmm. a really good like a mini series kind of thing about it that's like they do every hour episode is about a different descendant of the it was yeah. actually really good it is interesting to think of like i don't know if he had siblings i know that he didn't have kids yeah he had like a mistress and a dog because you don't hear a lot of people be like guys i'm related to hitler <laughs> like no one's excited well no one would no. be proud of that yeah nobody'd be throwing that out i mean there. there are still people that say they're related to the royal family the royal family has gone real downhill in this last year they're not doing they're no. not popular right now they got no. they should they never should have been no they took down like they they threw red paint and knocked down a queen elizabeth statue and a queen victoria statue and yeah i told my uh, dad Winnipeg that just to piss him off <laughs> i my love dad, all the old people like oh, my dad's english right so he's like oh I guess so yeah disrespect both fucks but there's a lot of british people that are no longer very but they're mostly younger well i remember like listening to doug stanhope like doug stanhope went over to england and did a bunch of like really good material like making fun of like you know, you guys think we're the dumb, like you guys, you and you guys in England think we're the dummies in North America, like we're the stupid ones. You guys are the ones that still believe in this stupid, like, feudal n- nonsense yeah. of like, and tried, and nobody laughed. They were like, no, and that was a Stanhope England crowd. Yeah. And they were like, nope, no thanks. Like, we believe in the Queen and like all this shit. Because it gives them a connection to history. They get to feel like they're like, oh, we're so established and you guys are all new. Yeah. But whatever. But English people are stupid. Adam's bringing food out. I think that means that the podcast is yeah, almost let's over. Yeah, fucking wrap it. This was We're fun. Done. Did we have a scratchy ticket? Yeah, they sent us oh, one. Oh, it's in there. Yeah. Let's I just, guess. it's going to. It's going to be a loser. Like, just if you can find the bar, I can check it. Like, I love it. We're like, it's not even worth it anymore. It's not even worth it. We know. Fucking, it's not worth the nail. We know it's not ever going to happen for us. I like there was this house by Adam's parents' house that was like my dream house. It's so beautiful. It was so nice. It was like four point eight million. And his mom like texted me the other day. She's like, oh, "It's sold." I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I had the any attempt of actually ever getting that house, but it was. But it is funny. funny when like comedians. It's nice when like comedians have some success, right? Like yeah. I was, at the comic strip, they were like. Oh, your numbers were okay, uh, but like Lisa Baker is like through the roof. Through the fucking yeah. roof, like. So it's somebody who two years years ago was just like you know. Yeah. Just like everybody else. It's not a winner. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Just doing comedy and trying to grind it out, and now it's like, oh shit, I'm a name. I can charge more money. I yeah. I can do theater shows. Like, I don't need to fucking get you know one twenty five a show like these losers. Like, yeah. Negotiate a higher price. Like exactly. it's kind of cool to see people do that. Yeah, I wish it happened to one of us <laughs> or both of us. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't matter. We're happy where we are. <laughs> more shows, more shows, more problems. That's the way I look at it. That's true. If my schedule was packed, I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Ugh. 
Tuesday in Grand Rapids. Yeah, I oh, like the oh. fact that I'm just a weekend comic. Like, I don't need to yeah, be traveling throughout the week. I don't need this Thursday no. shit and this Wednesday shit. Bullshit. I don't need that garbage. Mm-mm. Well, thanks for listening, Dick <laughs> and... Uh, Megan. Megan. Yeah, it's like a romper room. <laughs> yeah, hey, thanks for we listening. We look at our Dick lottery ticket. I see Dick and I see Megan. And that's all I see. <laughs> Sean sees lots of Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck, why did you have to fucking close on that homophobic rant? I'm going to classify it as a homophobic rant. Hey, there's nothing wrong with your love of dick, Sean. Nothing wrong nothing with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nope. All right. Well, All thanks right. for listening, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye, Kathleen. Bye, Sean. Good luck on your taping. Thanks. I'm scared.